and welcome to another episode of Overflow from House of Restoration Church in Yukon, Oklahoma. It's not particularly a sermon like you would consider a sermon. There's a lot of stuff happening that I want people to be aware of, especially my brothers and sisters. A lot happening in this world and a lot that's being ignored or, or overlooked or just ignored by our churches. You know, after Jesus' death, Christians were heavily persecuted, burned at the stake, thrown in bats of burning oil, tore apart by animals. Yet Christians today can barely find the time to make it to church on Sunday let alone on Wednesday. We expect so much out of life, out of God. We expect things to be good all the time. And because of God's love for us, that for the most part, he allows our lives to be good. Even though most of the time, if you're truthful with yourself, you know you don't deserve it. We know who God is as a church. But because of our busy lives and all the distractions this rule throws at us, most of us can barely find the time to say a quick prayer as we're brushing our teeth or driving to work or putting on our clothes or eating our, our morning breakfast. But I bet you're never without that phone. And I bet sitting, I bet you're sitting right in front of, you, of that TV when your favorite show is about to come on. But we can't make time for God. One of the latest stats I've seen is that America around 30% of America is all that still believes to be or confesses to be Christians. That's a little bit of a hard pill to swallow. But we, like I said a minute ago, we know we know who God is well, with a stat like that, it's hard to say, does America really still understand and know who God is? Maybe not. But as a, at least as a confessing Christian, we should know who God is, right? But yet we live our lives so far away from him. Many of us might give that Sunday nod to God. We might spend an hour in church on Sunday mornings. But we never pick up our Bible during the week to dive into the Word. We never get on our knees during the week to pray for our, our families, our nation, our pastor, our, 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 our jobs, or anything. So I ask, who is willing to give up one little thing, one little minute of your time to get a little bit closer to God? 
All these distractions, I think, are from Satan. He wants to distract all of your time and attention so we're not left with any time to devote to God, to praise Him, to worship Him, to thank Him, to just talk to Him, let alone talk to Him long enough that we can hear Him respond. We have no time to pray and thank God for all He is and all that He does every day in our lives. No time to develop a relationship with God. No time for Bible studies in, in someone's home. No time for weekly prayer meetings. The last time we had a, a call for prayer at our church, I think three people out of our whole congregation showed up to pray. And that's sad. And I'm pretty proud of our church. We have a strong church body. We disciple a lot of people out of our church. But it's just become so hard, even for those that are good in heart and good intentioned, to make that extra time for God. God wants so badly to have a relationship with you. And it's great that you're saved. It's fantastic. I mean, that's honestly the best thing that ever happened is that you, you found salvation through Jesus Christ. But a lot of times it stops right there. A lot of times it stops with, I, I, I'm saved and, and that's as far as I want to go in my walk with, with God. Not realizing that he has so much more to offer you. Such higher levels <laughs> of, of your walk with, with God, of your relationship, of, of things for, for him to do with you and through you. and Just limitless what God can do with you if he has the time uh, to work with you if you allow him that time in your life. He wants to be a part of every minor and major detail of your life. God is our healer. Psalm 103, 2-3. <clears throat> Give me just one second. Blessed the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your inequities. Who heals all of your diseases. I did a sermon on this not too long ago. Who is your first response. When you feel like you might be coming down with something. For almost every one of us. Our first response is grabbing a bottle of chemicals made by man or calling a doctor. 
when our first response should be to go to prayer before the Lord and lay whatever it is, a headache, whatever it is, at his feet. Let him be the healer that he says he is. By all your needs, according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. He is our Redeemer, Isaiah 47 4. Just one second. Sorry for the silence. As for our Redeemer, the Lord of hosts is his name, the Holy One of Israel. Amen. And Psalms 68.20 says that God is our salvation. Our God is the God of salvation, and to God the Lord belong escapes from death. So, we see that he is all of these things and much, much more. If we just allow, if we just give him some of our time, to allow him to be all of these things in our lives. How many of you stay in worship after you leave church on Sundays? If you can make it to church on Sundays. Forcing yourself to be in church for an hour, hour and a half, and then run out the doors to go home and watch football and drink beer with your buddies for the rest of the day. Not thinking about God again, unless something bad happens to you during the week, or until next Sunday rolls around. We live in a society of self-absorbed, inconsiderate, holier-than-thou, entitled people that think of God as a genie in a lamp. And he will just grant all of your wishes. God says to live in the world is to lose your soul. And that's Satan's desire to steal, kill, and destroy. To live for God is to gain eternal life. And that's God's desire to find salvation through his son and to be adopted into his eternal kingdom forever and ever. But instead, we see people have gotten so consumed, especially since social media. That it's more important to post every detail of their lives. How you feel, where you're at. And to gossip. That so-and-so said this or so-and-so said that. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for, for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. 
The world is full of so many things to eat up our time. And on the surface, most of these things don't seem bad. And they're not really. Watching a football game. I used to go down before my dad passed away. Our, our Saturday routine was to eat snacks and watch the OU football game. Since dad passed away, I, I haven't watched a game since then. So, but all these things, though, when they're put in a higher priority than God, such as Xbox, video games, whatever, whatever it might be, these things become priority over God, and our relationship with God wanes. Our time spent with God decreases. Our ability to hear from God and to discern things around us lessen. Our knowledge of the Bible and of the Word decrease. So, please understand what I'm saying. God has to be number one priority in our lives. We have to find the time, even in our busy schedules, even with juggling four kids and a full-time job, to find that time for God. I promise you, if you can find that time for God every day, you'll be better for it in so many ways, in so many ways. Just to have that relationship, that closeness with God, will greatly benefit you throughout every day of your life in every situation that comes up. So let's pray. Father, I pray for so many people, Father God, that, that have to juggle and, and battle so many things in their lives, Father. So much stuff comes up, Father, for, for an individual to handle. Father God, some single parents, Father God, that they just seem to have not a single second left in the day, Lord. I pray that you help them to find some time, Father. Start with just a little bit of time, Father, and help it to increase into all the time that they can spare to spend with you, Father, in prayer, in reading your word, in building a relationship with you, Lord, strengthening their walk with you, Lord, and just pray for so many things that are happening around this world now. Pray for our churches, our brothers and sisters, Father God, all the battles and, and things that they fight every day in their lives, Lord, knowing that you're there with them, never forsaking them or leaving them, Father, with your hand out, willing to guide them, help them. Father, we just thank you for all your love, your grace, and mercy, so much that you give and bestow upon us every single day. Lord, help us to see you in the midst of the storms, in the midst of whatever we're going through. Lord, help us to see you and not take our eyes off of you for anything. We thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yeah.